Okay, perfect. Thank you. All right, so I just prepared a little presentation so that this isn't super jumbled. And um, I think you said you wanted to, yes, you're recording. Um, so yeah, we can go through this presentation. I have some tips um, and words of advice. Um, and then afterwards, you can ask me any questions. I've been in your shoes and I'm here for you, okay? So my name is Wilhelmina Kennedy. I am a second year medical student at Cooper Medical School of Rowan University. Um, my pronouns are she slash her. You can call me Will and I have many other nicknames, whatever you're comfortable with. Um, this picture right here is from my white coat ceremony. Um, and it was such a happy day. Like you guys could be that too. Don't even, don't even worry about it. Whatever you want to be. If you want to be a nurse, if you want to be a PA, if you want to be a doctor, if you want to be what a dentist, you can get there. Um, yeah. So I just wanted to start by um, giving a shout out to my family. My family is my support system. They're my rock. Um, as you can see right here, we're wearing some different cloth. Um, I'm African. I was born in Liberia. I came to the US when I was four. Um, and my mom is from Sierra Leone. My dad's from Liberia. Um, I really rely on my family a lot. <laughs> um, they are my support system. They're the people I lean on. I probably call my mom every day. <laughs> like, mom, I'm so stressed out. And she like cooks me food and stuff. My dad's so helpful. Um, they really make my life easy and I'm very blessed to have them. Um, and I graduated from Stockton in 2019. This is a picture at the graduation. Um, they're super embarrassing. They decided to match me. Um, and I guess it turned out good. Okay. So I included this slide because I think it's very important for you to keep um, all your hobbies and your interests because those are the things that make you who you are. And it's very easy to lose yourself within this whole pre-med life. And when you get to med school to lose yourself in all the studying. And um, it's just very important to know like who you are. Um, I enjoy playing tennis. I love to journal. Um, I watch a lot of mindless TV, like Real Housewives of Potomac, Bachelors on Tonight. <laughs> um, I make collages, do face masks for self-care. I love to brunch, museums, conferences, um, and yeah, the sunrise. Um, okay, so Stockton. These are a few pictures of my time at Stockton. I was a bio major with a concentration in biotechnology. Um, my advisor was Dr. Zwick. Um, I did talons when SOAR was still a thing. I don't know how old mo most of you are, like what year you are, but SOAR was the best thing and it was taken away. <laughs> but I got to enjoy it. Um, I was an admissions ambassador. I'm an EMT and I did Stockton EMS. I also did the summer program, um, the CSI camp. Did that for two years, yeah. Um, I did research with Dr. Law. Um, those are some of my slides. Um, yeah, also some biotech uh, research. As a teaching assistant for a few things and I was on the executive board for um, these clubs down here. So ASO, Females, Honors Program, Tennis um, Club, um, pre-health club. This is the t-shirt that we had. Um, and these are all things that helped me build my resume. So when it came time for um, applying to medical school, I had a whole bunch of things to talk about. 
Okay. So another thing that was really pivotal in my journey to medical school was the Pulse program. Um, so it's really important to do little internships or like enrichment programs or research opportunities if you can. Um, it's important to apply to those and use your summer or like your winter break. Um, I did the Pulse program at Cooper. I did phase one, two, and three. So at the top right, this is me in phase one. Um, this was more learning uh, microbiology. We did some service learning. We had different workshops, just like a lot of exposure to the medical field. Um, in phase two down here, bottom right, um, we learned biochemistry. We had some clinical shadowing in the hospital um, and there was like a lot of networking opportunities. Uh, phase three, by then I was very seasoned in the Pulse program. Um, I did anatomy, we had cadavers, um, and it was a lot of um, making sure you're ready for applying and like MCAT is everything, like everything's good. Um, so it's like that last little phase. Um, between uh, phase one or between phase two and phase three, I also took an MCAT class through uh, the Pulse program. Um, and later on, I ended up teaching that um, MCAT class as an instructor for the CARS, um, so the critical analysis and reading skills, and then the psych and social sections of the MCAT. Um, and full circle, this past summer, I was the Pulse program teaching assistant, and I did it for phase one. Um, so yeah, this program honestly changed my life. Um, it introduced me to some of the most amazing people who, like, three quarters of them are in med school or like doing some amazing things with their lives. Um, and it really prepares you. Um, and I made so many connections at Cooper. I fell in love with Cooper and I like, I literally owe this program um, where I am right now. So right now I'm at Cooper Medical School, Brown University. Like I said, I'm a second year medical student. Um, before school started, I did this program called UMed. Um, it's for like underrepresented um, minorities in medicine, and it's like a pre-matriculation program. Um, and we um, did some things like we took classes, we went to the clinic, we got to know some faculty and staff, and um, just like really prepared us before medical school started. Um, so some leadership that I'm involved with, I'm in the Student National Medical Association, I'm the social chairman for that. Um, we have different advisory colleges within Cooper, they're kind of named after um, different like important doctors, but it's modeled after Harry Potter and the different houses in Harry Potter and I'm in Blackwell and the social chairman for that. Girls on the Run is a service learning opportunity. Um, a wellness coach program. So I built that program with a few people and we did that mostly during this pandemic. Um, we contacted elderly patients and just acted as wellness coaches to them, calling them once a week, making sure that they're good with their medications and making sure that they're just like their overall health and, and wellness was good, um, especially during like this time of isolation. Um, and then I continue tennis because it's just a huge part of my life. Um, some other affiliations, I love to sing. I continued uh, singing. I'm in the acapella group. Homework Heroes is another um, service learning opportunity. We do homework with uh, uh, Camden's youth. 
um, cathedral kitchen. Um, that's like a soup kitchen, but it's really great. It's um, restaurant style. Um, we have really, really nice meals um, for the homeless population and we serve them. We clean after them and it's just like a really nice thing and it's still going on to this day. Um, I also do some research um, more centered around COVID um, and I'm doing like a pediatrics education project that's kind of ongoing. Um, so some things that I'm interested in, I am interested in GI. That's kind of the thing that um, brought me to medical school and brought me um, to this interest in medicine. I had a stomach ulcer when I was younger um, and I was in the hospital a lot, other GI problems, and I was exposed to medicine through that way. Um, and my pediatric gastroenterologist was really um, my hero. And he, he made me want to go into medicine. Um, and we're actually having a GI block next block. So I'm like really excited uh, to finally learn that stuff. Um, I'm also interested in surgery, um, in peds, uh, infectious disease, OB-GYN. Um, but it's really funny because everyone in this picture, this is a picture from my birthday. Um, everyone in this picture, like we're so happy, but we have no clue what we're gonna do. If you think that we know what we have planned for our lives, like, you're wrong. <laughs> like you don't even have to worry about it because we're still figuring it out. Um, and it's just really good to be surrounded by good people. Um, and I think hopefully by third year when we do different rotations, we'll have it squared away. Um, yeah. And so here um, are some words of advice. Um, I'm sure I'll come up with more, but the first one is have a strong why and remind yourself of it. Um, at any chance, okay? Um, medical school is difficult. It is so hard, like it is so challenging. Um, and in that same breath, I'm sure uh, dental school, I'm sure PA school, nursing school, all those schools are gonna be difficult. Even if you go into research, like everything's gonna be tough, but it's just really important to know why you're going into it um, and to remind yourself like, I am gonna be a black female doctor and you know, the world needs me. I wanna help underserved populations. Like this is why I'm doing this. Um, so just very important to know your why um, and to build that why. Like during this time that you're um, in undergrad, like eventually you're gonna to have to write your personal statement and everything is leading up to uh, that statement. So it's just really important to explore why you're doing this what are the things and qualities and strengths and weaknesses? Like what is leading up to um, why you chose this path? So another thing is plan ahead, but remember to be flexible. Um, make sure that you know which classes you need to take. Um, I'm sorry, there's a little bit of noise. Make sure you know which classes you need to take, um, where you see yourself in a year, in two years, in five years, in 10 years. Like know those things and plan for it, but also remember that like life happens, it's okay to be flexible. When I was studying for the MCAT, I, I was like, what if, what if this doesn't work? Like, what am I gonna do? All I've wanted to do is be a doctor since I was like nine years old. And that was the time when I was really confronted with um, having to make a plan B um, or a plan C or a plan D. Um, and it's, it's important to understand that it's not the end of the world. Um, and there's many different paths to being successful and to feeling fulfilled. And it's good to plan and to know exactly what you want. That's great. But also know like 
it's okay to be flexible. Um, invest your time in what you are passionate about. Um, as you move on through your professional life, you're going to realize that you have no time. It's like there's no time. I have no clue how like I used my time in undergrad because when I look back, I'm like, I had so much time. Um, but the thing is, even right now, like you guys saw all the things that I'm doing, all those things I'm doing, I'm passionate about. They're things that I love, they're things that I'm happy to do. And if you're investing your time in things that you love, it won't feel like a burden. Um, and it's just like important to, to just uh, lead with your passions. Um, identify your support system and turn to them when things get difficult. So I mentioned that my family is my support system. I call my mom all the time. Um, things are gonna get difficult and you just need to safeguard yourself. Um, celebrate the little moments and the accomplishments. Um, so just be happy for where you are right now. Like there's so many great things you're gonna do, but there's so many great things that you have done. And it's important to also like reflect the, the next one, reflect, 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 make sure you journal, make sure you think about like how far you've come, like even being a college student, that's a huge accomplishment. Um, just reflect, just be grateful for where you are and know that you're gonna get to wherever you're gonna be um, soon, but enjoy right now. And another thing I would tell you is to travel while you can. I love to travel, but there's no time. Um, so while you're able to travel, and I just have like a few pictures from um, a trip that was really, two trips that were really like pivotal to my life. Um, so I went to Greece with one of the um, study abroad programs at Stockton, and that was such a great um, opportunity, and I'm so happy that I did it. Another trip that was um, really nice was I went to Liberia in December, right before this whole like pandemic um, really hit, and that was such like a great experience. This was my first time going back since I left when I was a baby, um, and. It, it was a life-changing thing. It like reminded me of my why. It reminded me of like where I came from, where I'm going, all of that. Um, so yeah, travel while you can, even if it's just like a road trip with a few friends, like travel. Some other words of advice. Um, this is more focused for like when you're in medical school, um, yeah, or wherever you end up. Um, be open to new learning styles and study techniques. I think I spent half of my first year learning how to learn. Like all my techniques beforehand didn't weren't weren't enough. They weren't enough. I think in undergrad I would um, go to class, take the notes, um, maybe study a week before the exam, and it would be down pat. Um, I would fill out my essays and do my little essays like the night before or like just like a lot of crunch time um and if that's not possible like the volume of work that you have in med school like you really have to study every single day you have to review every single day you have to be open to um doing charts and to using question banks and to doing flashcards and to studying independently also studying with the group um, realizing like which ways are you a kinesthetic learner are you visual are you this or do you like to read um so that was a huge eye-opener because i thought i knew like i'm a great i'm a great student like i thought i knew everything that 
I needed to know about learning. Um, but yeah, just be flexible with that. Um, some advice that I got from a lot of upperclassmen was stay in your lane. Um, in medical school, it's very easy to be like, oh, this person's using this question bank. And then you end up buying $800 worth of question banks, or like you're just like overwhelmed because there's so many different things that you can do, but you should find what works for you and just like focus on that. Um, and this can, this advice can use, can be used any, at any time. Um, stay in your lane. Don't worry about what other people are doing. As long as like you're focused on you and whatever you're doing is working, then that's good. Um, it's, it's great to like have, um, study groups and to adopt some of their like techniques or to like go to a tutor and learn this from them, um, but just don't get overwhelmed with all the resources and the different things that you can do. So time management is key. Um, I am not a super organized person. I'm not a planner person. I've tried to be a planner person. I've spent so much money on really pretty planners and then I don't use them. Um, and I had to learn that I am a to-do list person. Um, so I make a to-do list every, every day and I cross things off and it just makes me so happy that little bit of serotonin um, to cross this off on your to-do list. Um, but yeah, there's so many things that you have to do um, on top of studying, on top of you know, eating, doing laundry, like doing regular day things, um, seeing your family, seeing your friends, like making sure that your resume for residency is going to be good, um, research, all of that. So it's very important to time manage um, and to be honest with yourself. Um, professionalism is something that you're going to have to keep in mind, um, your social media, um, the way that you dress, the way you interact with people. Um, you just have to remember that you are representing more than yourself. Um, and um, yeah, you just have to keep in mind professionalism. Um, life still happens. So things happen, car accidents, uh, death of family members, like life still happens even when you're in medical school and that's okay. There's, there's ways around things, there's little um, programs, there's, you, can, you can take a step back, you can refocus, you can have like therapy sessions, like just know that life still happens while you're in med school um, and remember to cope with that um, and your um, self-help, your, your self-health is the most important thing. Um, seek mentors. Um, everyone needs a mentor. Everyone needs someone who's done it before and can give their advice. Um, right now, this is a good thing for you to do. Find a mentor, um, find even a, an upperclassman, find a faculty member who can guide you. Um, everyone needs a mentor. I have so many mentors um, in different settings that have helped me um, just been a better person. Um, and while you're seeking mentors, it's also important to reach back and be a mentor um, because there's always someone striving to be where you are. Um, last few, find your people, keep your old friends. Um, any, anywhere you go in medical school, I had to find my people, find the people that I'm gonna study with, that I'm gonna spend time with, um, but also hold on to my old relationships and the things that make me who I am, who also remind me of who I am. Um, and then last but not least, work hard, but play hard. Um, yeah, we have a lot of fun in med school when there's not a pandemic. <laughs> um, and yeah, so I just have a few pictures that show um, a culmination of my time as an M1, 
up here, I was doing like a night shift. We have this thing called Wow Week. It's called Week on the Wards. Um, we shadowed and we're just like, let go, like go into the hospital and go learn. Um, and I think this was when I was, I was in like the emergency department. Um, no, I was in the trauma department, yeah. It was like an overnight thing. I was probably up for like 16 hours. It was, it was great. Um, another course that we did, presentation. Uh, down here is my birthday. We have small groups. Um, Cooper is very unique if you wanna learn about small groups and active learning and all that. These are some of my kids that I do service learning with. Um, we have this huge ball, we call it MedProm. Um, so that's some photos from that. Um, my class and I, we are really close. We went to see like a, a basketball game. Um, this was during White Co with my UMed cohort, the pre-matriculation program that I spoke about. Um, this is actually during pandemic time. Um, we went into the anatomy lab um, and we just so happened to be dressed like the powder puff girls. Um, so <laughs> we try to have fun. Um, and yeah, this is uh, some of my organization that we're a part of, um, this SNMA, um, tailored towards uh, black medical students, but anyone can be a part of it. And these are my brunch club girls. We love brunch club. Um, and yeah, so one last thing. So I'd love to answer any questions. I have my contact information right here. Um, you can email me at mystofton.edu and there's my phone number. So I'd love to answer any questions. Did you apply? Oh, sorry. No, you can go. Oh, okay. Um, so did you apply to any scholarships right before you went to medical school? Yeah, um, I had some inst institutional scholarships from Cooper and I also applied um, to a few of them. The only one that I did get was an Atlanta County Medical Society scholarship um, because I was born and raised in Atlanta County. Um, that was like an essay and then an interview process. Um, and they gave me $10,000, which was helpful. <laughs> yeah, there's always scholarships out there if you're just willing and able to apply. Um, like looking back, like on your journey to medical school, like was there anything that you'd wish that like you'd done differently or like another like club or just something else you wish you'd joined? You know, I think that everything happens for a reason and um, the place that you end up is where you're meant to be. Um, and your entire journey is a culmination of, of all of that. Um, of course, there's things that I wish didn't happen, like some relationships that I wish didn't happen. If I focused more on certain classes, like, um, what is it, Orgo 2, that was difficult. <laughs> um, I wish I studied harder for that. Um, yeah, I, I wish I joined a sorority. I wish I, you know, I wish I did this and I wish I had more fun. I wish I traveled more, you know, but all those things like you can, you can say that, but I think I'm also very grateful for all the decisions that I made and the things that I was a part of um, and that led to where I am right now. So just trust yourself that like whatever you're doing, you're meant to do. Um, and if there's an opportunity you want to go for, go for it. Like don't hesitate because even though undergrad right now is a little bit difficult, like you still have like the world at your hands. Like you got this.
Definitely travel though. You don't have to do like the study abroad. Like if you have $2,000 and you have a few friends and you feel safe and you do the itinerary, go, just go. So I have a question. How was your experience with the MCAT and what measures did you take to prepare for it? Um, so yeah, I did an MCAT course through the Pulse program. Um, we, it was probably nine months of the course. We spent like four months just going through the books. We did exam crackers um, and uh, it was like a Saturday course every single Saturday. Um, and we then um, in the latter half of it, we did more practice um, tests and went over and reviewed the practice tests. So I have a little secret, tiny little secret. Um, I actually didn't take the MCAT. After studying for it for nine whole months, um, I didn't take it. So Cooper has different pathways to get into the school. And um, there's the no MCAT pathway, there's the MCAT pathway, there's early decision, there's regular decision. Um, and through everything that I did with the Pulse program um, and like my GPA and how involved I was, um, I had the opportunity to not do the MCAT, um, to not do the MCAT. But still knowing that I still took the MCAT course, I did my due diligence. I learned all this stuff. I did so many practice tests. Like I was set to take the MCAT. Um, and then I got a phone call and they were like, hey, cancel your MCAT. And I was like, ah, I'm gonna talk to my mom. <laughs> and I talked to my parents and they were like, I don't know about this. Like, like, do you trust this? Is this the school that you wanna go to? Um, and I think in my heart, I knew that Cooper was my home. Um, from doing the program, from just having like such a great support system there. And I was like, even if I apply to other places, I know I'm probably gonna end up going to Cooper, so why stress out? Um, and I still went through the interview process. Um, that was still nerve wracking. I still applied. Um, and yeah, so my path was a little bit different um, for the MCAT. I know that a lot of people struggle with it. I ended up teaching the MCAT. Um, so I got to see that perspective. Um, as an instructor, um, the test is is tough. Um, it's one of those obstacles that you're just gonna have to get over um, and know that what they're teaching you is important. Um, right now, I thought, okay, I'm never gonna use physics ever again. Like, I'm never gonna need that. And then I did cardio and then I did pulmonary and all these physics equations came back and even though the, the test is so difficult, like you just have to get through it. It's one of those, like, what is it called? Like those milestones, those rites of passage that you have to, you just have to do um, and figure out different strategies. Like it's okay to take it more than once. Of course, ideally you just wanna take it once, have your score, but know that it's not the end of the world if you have to take it a second time or a third time. Just know that like you need to learn from your mistakes make sure you review. Reviewing is the most important thing rather than just taking test after test after test. Like make sure you review and figure out like what your strengths and what your weaknesses are and be honest with yourself. Um, so yeah, that's, that's some tips that I have from the MCAT. Um, everything else is really trivial, whether you wanna do like um, Kaplan or you wanna do Princeton Review. Um, 
just whatever material you're learning in class, make sure you master it so that by the time it comes time for the MCAT, like you're okay with studying. Uh, what year did you study abroad to Greece? Um, 2019. Yeah, um, it was my graduation gift to myself. I, oh my goodness. I graduated, like we had graduation and then the next day I had to go off to Greece. And that was insane because I didn't pack. And you know, like before graduation, you have like events and stuff. So like I was lit the whole week <laughs> and then graduation happened. And then I had to like be in Newark by five o'clock and I was out like, so yeah, it was 2019. Um, I'm interested in potentially studying abroad, do it. Um, I've been looking into applying to the Pulse program before, but there's also another Rowan pre-med program called PrEP. Do you know of it? That's probably through Rowan SOM. Um, so that's the osteopathic school. Do it. Um, whatever you're interested in, DO, MD, everyone's going to be a doctor. We're all working together in the end. Um, I actually... I actually didn't know what a DO was until I was taking the MCAT, like when I was studying for the MCAT. Um, and, you know, I didn't even know what a PA was. Like I wasn't exposed to a lot of these things. So this is the time for you to like explore. Um, there's like a master's in health administration that I looked into that I would have done like as like a plan B or like a MPH. Um, definitely figure out like what's out there. Um, and if you want to explore osteopathic medicine, explore that. I have some really great friends who are at Rowan SOM and they're having a great time and they're learning just as much as we are. Um, what are some of some ways to build your resume to make you a great applicant for medical school? Um, so yeah, um, my resume was pretty packed. <laughs> um, definitely do clubs, do things that you love. Um, because that really shows and you're gonna be able to talk about it during your interview. Don't just do things because like you think it'll look good. Um, I definitely was an EMT because I thought it would look good. Um, and I didn't use a lot of those skills. Maybe I would have been better as like a, um, as a technician or um, as what's that, a scribe, yeah. Um, I did a lot of volunteering at Atlanticare, which is on the Stockton campus. Um, so that was another way to build my resume. Um, a lot of people are afraid of taking gap years, but I've, I've noticed a lot of value in gap years. I went straight through um, and there's some things that I don't know that other people know. Like I go to school with some people who were engineers before this, some people who were nurses, some people who worked at a winery for two years in, in the south of France, like they lived and I literally went from undergrad to med school, <laughs> from stress to stress. Um, and, you know, they, they have some clinical knowledge and just some life experience that I don't. Um, and I have to make up for it. Whereas maybe they're looking at me as like, oh my goodness, she's so young. Um, whereas like, I wanna start a family, da da da, da. Um, it's, it's all your own journey. Like, it's all, it's, it's all that. So your resume is whatever you want it to be. Um, do what you love, be interesting. I hope that answered your question.
Um, would you be able to give us a little bit more details on the application process for the Pulse program? Uh, it was so long ago. Um, I think the application opens, I talked to um, uh, Hari about this. The application probably opens this fall. Go to the um, Cooper Medical School website and look up the Pulse program. It'll tell you when the application opens and it closes in January slash February. I believe you need a, rec a letter of recommendation. There um, is most likely going to be some prompts. Um, fill out those prompts. They're looking for underrepresented minorities, um, but other people can definitely do it too. Um, and I remember as a phase one or before going to phase one that summer after freshman year, no, not summer after freshman year, the winter break of freshman year, I just looked up a whole bunch of um, summer programs and I applied. I probably applied to like 10 of them um, and waited and heard back from them and then made my decision. And for some reason I chose Cooper and I stayed there. Yes, thank you for sharing the link. Uh, I have a question. All right, um, what are some misconceptions about medical school that you feel like you had when you were pre-med and now it's just like, oh, I was so wrong. Um, I, okay, one is that I thought medical students were perfect. Like I held them at such a high pedestal. I'm like, wow, like you have your whole lives figured out. Like you, you've made it, you've made it. Like, <laughs> but you know, we're, we're regular people. We're just trying to get by. Um, we send memes. We have so much fun. Like we all help each other out. Um, and I, I'm in the class with some of the most incredible down to earth people. And I think before going into medical school, I was just like, wow, med students are, are basically like demigods. Like, and so just, just know that everyone's very regular. Even doctors are very regular. Don't idolize anyone. Um, and that's one misconception. Um, one thing I didn't know was that we would be studying all the time. Or one misconception is that we would be studying all the time nonstop. And yes, we do study all the time nonstop, but there's also like different cycles that we go through. Like I was telling um, some people that we have different blocks and sometimes there's five week blocks, four week blocks three-week blocks and you tailor um, kind of your life to uh, how pressing or how close the exam is. So the first week you kind of relax. This is when you would like go to dinners and, and do light studying and stuff. And then the last two weeks are like really crunch time. Um, so I, I didn't know that we would be studying this much, but I also, you know, yeah, we study a lot, but we also do other things too, yeah. How do you get your foot in the door to get internships and medical opportunities as an undergrad with very little professional experience? Um, does it start off with a great GPA, et cetera? Um, surprisingly, it starts off with networking. Um, networking is huge. Um, the people that you know, know other people, your faculty members. Um, I was very close with a few faculty members and when you build a relationship with them, they'll be able to refer you to this person, to this person. And that's how you build um, that, like that little network and get your foot in the door. It's like by people and the relationships that you have and people who can vouch for you. Um, 
also just putting yourself out there. I remember once I was at ShopRite and <laughs> there was this like doctor who was wearing their scrubs and I cornered them in the parking lot. And I was like, hey, <laughs> this is so embarrassing. I was like, hey, I'm a pre-medical student. Can I shadow you? And he's like, yeah, sure. <laughs> So he gave me his email and I was just very persistent and that worked out. Um, another time I was volunteering at Atlanticare. So I was just volunteering. I was doing logistics and then I moved departments uh, to endoscopy. And then my GI actually ended up working there. And I was like so excited to see her. She knew that I wanted to be a doctor. I like expressed it. And she's like, oh, do you want to come into the surgery with me? And I was like, what? Like, is that allowed? She's like, shh, shh, shh. And so like I would see upper, upper lowers, like different, different things that I probably shouldn't have been seeing. I probably should have signed some papers. Um, but it's really about like being yourself and making those connections and trusting that, you know, that will lead you through. Another thing with just professionalism, like if people can trust you and they can vouch for you, um, then that's huge. So yeah, I hope that answered your question. Having a great GPA is, is, is awesome, um, but you are more than that number. You're way more than that number. Um, also, I, I go to med school with people who got like a 520 on the MCAT. I go to med school with people who got a 502 on the MCAT. Like, you're more than a number. Um, would you think of pursuing a graduate degree while in medical school or postdoc? Um, I am thinking about it. Um, a lot of people between the second and third year, they'll um, do like their master's of public health or um, they'll pursue something else. I do wanna get my master's in health administration at some time. Um, I don't think I'll put my um, medical education on pause for right now. Maybe um, after residency um, when I'm, like a new attending and life has settled down a little bit, I can do that. Um, and I really hope that that degree can afford me to be in more administrative roles. Um, Cause that's, that's one of those like end goals for me either to be like an administrator or to be a Dean of a, of a medical school one day. Um, so yeah, always have goals. Um, I even have a friend who opened a restaurant during this time and He's doing some great things for himself. Abdullah Panah, he went to my, abs, he went to Absigami. Um, he went to Stockton. He's at Rowan SOM, graduated a year early from both um, high school and from Stockton. And he's, uh, he's my age and he's a fourth year medical student with a restaurant. He's, he's great. You guys should have him come in. <laughs> Okay, any other questions? How do you like, oh, okay. Um, <laughs> how heavy of an impact do you think that your undergraduate like um, background had? Oh, I think it had a huge impact. Um, you know, we all size each other up sometimes. Like I uh, have a few people who went to like Harvard, Harvard. They went, they went to like some really amazing schools and I'm like, I went to Stockton, woo! But even though like, okay, there's a name behind their schools, but our school, we have such a great learning environment. Um, I felt like 
I was able to thrive at Stockton. Like I felt that there were so many different opportunities and because it was a little bit of a small school, um, I could uh, really know my faculty and my professors and stuff. And there were many opportunities uh, available to me at Stockton. Um, and I pull from a lot of my experience from, from undergrad and I use that right now. Um, this is where I'm going back to saying everything's part of your journey and use them as like your strengths. Um, so yeah, I think that Stockton prepared me very well for uh, medical school um, in both the academic, the social, the professionalism sense. And I brag about Stockton all the time. <laughs> We'll do one more question because I know you probably have a lot of stuff going on. So we'll do no, one last question. Maybe three. If you want to keep going up to you. All right, three. That's, that's good. <laughs> this is me procrastinating. Awesome. More for you guys. <laughs> I think Bernice had a question. Yes. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah. So how do you find like what's your best way of balancing time? Because like I'm thinking about like time management wise, like how do you manage your time really well? If, like your big like pack the resume and everything. Um, I think it's really important to be honest with yourself first. Like you can't make a to do list with 20 things on it. Like you're just going to make yourself sad. <laughs> um, make sure you're. <laughs> Make sure you're honest with yourself with what you can accomplish each day. Um, make sure that you write down the important dates um, into your calendar so that you're not double booked or anything. Um, and first being honest with yourself and then being strict with yourself. If you put this on your to-do list, you need to get it done. Like, period. You just need to get it done. Um, so yeah, give me an example. Um like studying for an exam, I guess, and yeah. leading something. So when I was studying for the MCAT, my, um, my mentor gave me this advice. She said, don't just write down, oh, from two to five, I'm gonna study. Okay, you could be on Twitter the whole time. Um, write down what you're gonna study. Write down, I'm doing this subject, seven point two to, to 9.5, like these are the things I'm gonna do and accomplish during that time. Um, just setting those goals, um, maybe that helped. Yes, it did, thank you. Yes, uh, during the MCAT, I learned a lot of like discipline um, and making sure like, okay, on Sunday, make your schedule for the whole week knowing that these are the things that you wanna get done by the week. Right now, I kind of do it in my head and I do little to-do lists every single day, but I still have like a big to-do list of what I should accomplish by the end of this week, by the end of this month, the meetings I'm supposed to go to, the, the little tasks that I'm supposed to do, the conferences I'm going to, this or that. Um, so yeah, being organized um, is something that's really important, but it's something that you can define for yourself um, and make sure that it works. Would you recommend doing research? Is it highly recommended to do by the schools? What is the best parts of it? Um, yeah, I would recommend doing research. Um, research was one of those things that I did just to do it, if I'm being honest. Um, I am not research heavy. Um, I think I love interacting with people and that's what makes me happy, but I do recognize that like research is huge. Um, 
the tip that I would give to you is if you don't like doing research, we do on something that you're interested in. Um, so right now, this COVID research is something that I'm excited to do. Like I'll put in three hours and like, it'll be fine. Um, but if it was something that I didn't want to do, then I would begrudgingly like, just be like, oh, I have to do research, you know? I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, so research is important. Make sure you're doing a project that you're passionate about, that you can talk about. Um, that you can actually talk about because if you put it on your application, they're going to ask you about it and you need to be able to articulate, this is what I did, this is what I learned from it, these are the life lessons. Um, and yeah, there's plenty of opportunities to do research, contact uh, faculty. If you get a no, that's okay, just ask another person. Um, do research in psychology, do it in uh, chemistry, do this, this, that. You can do uh, clinical research if you have that chance. Um, I actually really, really love clinical research. I realized that I was miserable in bench research, but when you're doing clinical research that applies to people, I'm a people person, um, that made me more excited. Um, so yeah, do research, especially um, when you look into which schools you wanna go go to. Um, you can realize like from their mission statement, how heavy of an emphasis they place on research and getting published and all that. Um, and that will inform you on like how serious you, sh you should take it. But I know that research is like fun for a lot of people. So if it's fun for you, definitely do it. How did you get involved in research through networking? Yeah, so um, the first research that I did, I was taking a biotech class at, um, at Stockton and I was um, really close with the professor and I was like, hey, can I do some extra stuff for you? And she's like, yeah, I have a few projects. And then she left. Um, and then with Dr. Law, I found out that he was a new professor. I like looked him up, I, I stalked him. Um, and then I went to his office and I just like sat there and I was like, hey, like before you go and you find a mentor, make sure that you're good with yourself. Like make sure that you know the direction that you want to take. Um, make sure that you know your strengths and your weaknesses and what you can bring to their lab. Um, so doing that background work, um, figuring out who, who you're going to ask to do research and like whether their projects are something that you're interested in, whether there's like something that you want to build. Um, so doing that background work um, and then after that, just being very persistent and having that perseverance and you should be able to find a research project. All right, I think that was three. Uh, thank you so much, Wilhelmina. This was like probably the best uh, speaking event that I've ever been to. I think a lot of people got a lot of value from this. And uh, thank you so much if there's uh, any closing remarks? I, I know like people are really stressed, especially with COVID right now and being a pre-med, there's like, oh, I have to do all these things. And I think you gave us a lot of clarity and I really appreciate that. Thank you so much for having me. I love doing this. I was in your shoes like not too long ago. So I know how important this is to like um, hear from other people. And I'm here for you. I have my contact information, my email. I'll just put my email in the chat for now. Um, yeah, I'm going to share the slide that you, you made. Uh, I'm going to send that out as an email to everyone. Okay. And then there's also this that was recorded. So I think okay. it's going to go on past this little live meeting. So, okay. I hope everyone has a good night. Best of luck. Alrighty. Thank you. Bye.
you thank so you much. so much. Thank you so much. Bye. Thank you. So much. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you.